What is up my fellow Andronauts? Double bicep for you guys. In this video, we're going to talk about lutein, which is a flavonoid found in many fruits and vegetables, obviously to different degrees, with Mexican oregano being the best source of this specific flavonoid. So we're going to talk about how it increases testosterone, might help to lower your estrogen, and then also affects your erection. So is this a good supplement to use? What if it's found in testosterone boosters? Does that make any sense to include it into a testosterone booster? That's what we will discuss in this video. Before we dive into the video, if you haven't already, be sure to get my ebook on how to maximize your testosterone naturally. If you would like to work with me, links are in the description below. Let's dive in. So quick recap on the mechanisms of lutein. So it stimulates CAMP-dependent STAR and CYP lemon A. So STAR is the enzyme that transports free cholesterol from the outer membrane of the mitochondria into the inner membrane of the mitochondria. And then the CYP11A1 converts that cholesterol into pregnenolone, cholesterol into pregnenolone, right? So it stimulates those. It does so by increasing the enzymes FDX1, which is ferrodoxin 1. So inhibition of this one, or increasing this enzyme, boosts CYP11A1 by electron transfer. It inhibits COX. So COX1 is the, the enzyme that converts polyunsaturated fats, mainly erotidonic acid, into inflammatory prostaglandins, right? So prostaglandins causes inflammation and lowers your testosterone. So by inhibiting COX, you can expect the increase in testosterone and a drop in estrogen. And it also does so by inhibiting DAX1. So it's an important repressor of STAR transcription. So when you inhibit DAX, you get more STAR. More STAR, more cholesterol import into the mitochondria. More cholesterol, more pregnenolone, that can then be converted into testosterone. All right, so testosterone in vivo, they actually gave lutein to animals, but this was an interesting study. So what they did is they exposed these animals to EMF to see what it would do to their testosterone. And then they gave a normal group lutein, and then they gave the EMF group lutein. And so this is what happened, right? This is a normal group. This is the EMF group. This is the normal with lutein group, and this is the EMF with lutein group. So you clearly EMF lowered testosterone, lutein increased testosterone, and then lutein helped to increase testosterone in the EMF-exposed animals. And you look at testicular volume, it also slightly increases testicular volume and then also slightly increases testicular volume in the animals exposed to EMF. So it has a protective effect when you're chronically being exposed to EMF. At least even in this study, it wasn't chronic. It was just for like a couple of hours when these animals were exposed to, I think it was 3G, right? Not even 4G or 5G, it was 3G for a couple of hours and a significantly lower testosterone. And the dose that they used was 3.2 micrograms per kilogram, the human equivalent dose, injected. So this is obviously injected, which completely bypasses absorption. So I'm not exactly sure about the absorption of lutein. And most flavonoids, the absorption is really not that good. So 50 to 100 milligrams might be enough to get the same systemic level compared to that level of injection. On to estrogen and aromatase. So aromatase obviously is the conversion of androstene dion into estrone and testosterone into estradiol. This is aromatase. All right, so lutein decreased aromatase mRNA and protein expression and promotes aromatase protein degradation, similar to aromasin, a suicide inhibitor. So this was an in vitro study, obviously, and they compared lutein to other flavonoids as well, like camphorol, quercetin, myricetin, and was clearly the most effective at inhibiting aromatase. And in the previous video in Damiana, I talked about how the combination of various flavonoids is superior to either one alone. 
So if you were to consume that from a natural food, so let's say it's from onions or it's from Mexican oregano, right? Those foods would contain additional flavonoids, all of which, which will work synergistically together to help to modulate your aromatase activity. All of these things I do discuss in my Manage Your Estrogen course. Link will be in the description below. All right, so it, talking about onions, here they actually did an onion extract, which is rich in lutein. Right, so they looked at estrogen levels synthesis from aromatase, and you can see that the bigger dose they used, the more significantly it inhibited aromatase and reduced estrogen production. So onion extract was the richest because it's the richest source of lutein. And also it contains other flavonoids like quercetin and so on. Alright, in terms of estrogen signaling, it doesn't it doesn't just inhibit aromatase, but it also acts on estrogen signaling via the receptors in the nucleus. So the bioflavonoid lutein demonstrates anti-estrogenic and or anti-proliferative properties in the variety of model systems, including the rodent uterus and prostate and the human breast and prostate cancer. So it has anti-estrogenic effects. So it blocks the cancerous effects of estrogen by blocking the type 2 binding at the nucleus. So what is type 2 binding? There's type 1 and type 2. Type 1 is regular estrogen coming into the cell, into, into the cytoplasm, right? This is the outside part, and the nucleus is the inside part. So this, this is where you have the DNA. And so when estrogen binds to the receptor, it needs to be transported all the way into the nucleus where it can then influence DNA transcription, like have an effect, right? So this is type one. First estrogen into the cytoplasm and then into the nucleus. This is type one. Type 2, the hormone just goes straight into the nucleus and start acting on the DNA. And so this is cancerous. And so lutein inhibits type 2 estrogen signaling, right? So this is really good and has potent anti-cancer effects. All right, and there seems to be a benefit, uh, a synergism between lutein and I3C, which is also found in cruciferous vegetables, also found in a variety of anti-estrogen supplements. So neither 10 milligrams per kilogram a day of lutein nor 20 milligrams per kilogram per day of I3C suppressed tumor growth. But when both were given at the same time, it synergistically suppressed tumor growth. This combination synergistically downregulates the two major therapeutic targets, estrogen receptor alpha and cyclic dependent kinase for six retinoblastoma pathway, right? So anyway, there's a synergism between them. When you use a dose that's not effective and another dose that's not effective, together they become very effective at inhibiting the effects of estrogen. Onto erections. So lutein inhibits phosphodiesterase number five, which prevents the breakdown of cyclic GMP. And cyclic GMP has a vasodilatory effect. It reduces intracellular calcium. It activates adenosine receptor 1 and 2A, all of which helps with, again, vasodilation. And it's also a vasopressin receptor 1 antagonist, which promotes vasoconstriction. So all in all, lutein is great for erections by promoting vasodilation, helping you get and maintain a proper erection. So is it a good idea to use lutein on its own? I have no idea. I've not used it before. If you have used it before, please let me know in the comments what your experience was with lutein. If you have done blood tests, that would be even better. Please let me know in the comments below. But if you do find it in a testosterone booster, I would say that it is a good ingredient. Typically in the 50 to 100 milligram uh, range per dose, it's definitely effective. There is research to support that it increases testosterone, inhibits aromatase, has anti-estrogenic effects by signaling on the type 2 estrogen signaling in the nucleus. 
and then also synergizing with I3C to have a synergistic anti-estrogenic effect. And if you just want to eat foods rich in gluten, you can. And those foods would be basically onion and also Mexican oregano, which is the richest source in gluten. All right, guys, I hope this video was helpful. You learned something new. I will check you in the next one. Cheers, guys.